Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be on this right now chatting with you guys. I am tucked away actually (laughs) in this season of life. It is really hard for me to get on and record. Um, And I've been so blessed because I've just had, this is where God is awesome. Um, I've just been really receiving a number of encouraging messages from um, you guys here listening that have been journeying alongside me and with me (laughs) on this um, difficult but beautiful um, walk of wifehood, motherhood, sisterhood, and everything. And I'm just so blessed and encouraged by the messages I receive. So thank you all very much for reaching out. I know it takes like an extra step out of your own day to let me know how the podcast has blessed you and I'm just so grateful and all the glory to God because I'm sometimes just um, kind of shocked, <laughs> I'll be honest, of all that God is able to do through little old broken, fallen, sinful me um, and being encouragement in your hearts and um, drawing you ever closer to his most perfect and sacred heart. So thank you so much um, for those words of encouragement. And I'm just excited to continue to journey alongside you guys. And if you haven't, um, this is my shameful request to drop a review or a rating um, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast because it does help encourage others to maybe be blessed in a similar way. So I'd be so honored and blessed if you did that. Um, but enough of that. I would love to chat with you guys about the topic today because I actually want to talk about something that's been on my heart um, a bunch lately. And before I even mention what the topic is, I'm going to read our opening Bible verse. Um, which is Matthew seven twenty one through 23. And it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evil doers. <sighs> okay, this was always like a hard um, Bible verse, um, gospel reading, if I'm going to be honest, for my heart to hear. And it's funny because there's something that's been on my mind a lot lately, and it's this idea, which is our topic today, of the difference of knowing about God and knowing God. Right? There's a monster difference between saying, do you know God? And you're like, sure, I know God, versus... Um, knowing of him versus knowing him, right? So like there's a lot of people, celebrities, um, people in government, uh, people just down the street or um, our Pope or other religious leaders that I know of them, but I don't know them. I do not have a personal intimate relationship with God. And I think it's really easy for us to go, oh yeah, 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 I know God. I, I learned about him and 
in um, Sunday school or I remember my mom teaching me the catechism or my my um, Catholic school teachers teaching me the catechism and I and I know God. But do we do we know him or do we know about him? And that's the big difference. So like I gave that reference to someone down the street. I might know them more than I know Pope Francis or the president of the United States. I might know them. We pass. We do a little small talk here and then there. But that is not the level of knowing them that God desires for us to know him on a deep, personal, intimate way. And he is knowing us at all times and at all points and is drawing us ever closer to know him on this intimate way. And I think a lot of times we make the mistake of thinking that if we know about him, we know him. <laughs> um, and this is where like the continued conversion, the drawing of our hearts in greater communion with him, this constant movement towards him is so important for our souls because the more we get to know him, the more his true character is revealed to us, the greater our lives will be in accordance to his will and we'll have that unearthly joy he talks about all the time because we are united intimately closely held in the hands of our father and not just shuffling around this life, um, going through the motions, struggling, suffering, highs, lows, without that perfect thing in the front of our eyes, right? So one of the great things about knowing God is it just, and like knowing him on this intimate level, is knowing the characteristics of God. And the more we journey um, in the spiritual life and getting to know our Lord, the greater we actually get to experience these characteristics. We might have heard these these traits that we might have heard about God in the Bible and we might have kind of in our fluffy Sunday music um, mass, the music at mass when we were we were kids or we might have sing, sang these praises, but if we haven't let it penetrate our heart, then we don't actually know him at this deep personal level. And so I wanted to go through some of the stuff, some of the attributes of who God is and who um, he has declared that he is in our lives and how transformative it is when we actually let those truths penetrate our hearts, right? So first, uh, we know what we were, we learned in our catechism and I teach my kids is God is all-knowing, he's all-powerful, he's omnipresent, um, he's omnipotent, he is perfect, perfect intelligence, perfect, he's perfectly powerful he knows all things what we're thinking what we're dreaming what we're desiring what we're aching from he is everywhere at all times um ministering to my heart and loving me and tenderly um walking with me side by side while he's also at the same time tenderly walking side by side my child and my husband all day and the woman down the street and my girlfriend on the other side of the country he is everywhere right um, but besides the like main things we know about him, I want to dive into some of these f- other characteristics that we know about God that sometimes might just come off um, fluffy and we haven't necessarily always let it transform the way in which we live and we receive him in the depths of our heart, right? Um, and Romans 9, 15 through 16 refers to God as merciful. God says, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So it doesn't depend on man's will or the the man who runs, but on God who has this mercy, right? It is God has mercy on those um, that are honestly, (laughs) we are so undeserving of his mercy. The way in which Christ died and walked the steps of Calvary for us, for all of our sins, for all of our transgressions, the mercy he has, the way in which we can run to the confessional and be purified and um, God can forget 
all of our sins once again is this beautiful, merciful way of our Lord. And it's funny because I might have talked about this on here before, but I don't think I realized how blessed I was to receive our Lord with such a merciful heart until I started walking hand in hand with so many different women who didn't necessarily um, understand the depths of the goodness of God's mercy. There is a fear and right there. A fear of God is a beautiful thing too. And an important characteristic that, and um, virtue that we, we, uh, we carry. But when there's this fear and this, this shame in our mistakes, when we can't run bawling our eyes out to our heavenly father, knowing the goodness of him, right? I always talk about this with my friends where I say, I almost envision him leaning down, kissing me on the forehead and saying, oh, Suzanne, like his heart is broken by my sin. He's not ready to shame me and and unload and rage at me or, or whatever it is that your experience was as a child, whether maybe you had really merciful parents, maybe you didn't have merciful parents. A lot of times the way in which we were raised can often influence how we receive our Heavenly Father. And so it's so important that we get to know Him on an intimate and personal level so that we can rebuke any of the lies that we've believed and set, stand firmly on truths, right? So next time, if, you, if you're one that struggles to know the merciful heart of God, I encourage you next time you fall, next time you want to pull the covers over your head because you, the guilt and the shame of whatever it is that you did feels too heavy. Besides running to the confessional, which you should always do because what a beautiful gift it is for us to receive um, the, the grace of what we get from um, reconciling with our Lord. I also would encourage you to close your eyes and envision him kissing you on the forehead, calling out your name and seeing my sweet child. I'm so sorry. He aches with you. He weeps with you in your sin and he cries and he, and he, especially when we can turn our hearts away from a defensive, prideful guilt and into a sorrowful, um, seeking reconciliation with our Lord. He delights in that. Okay. So that's mercy. He is also gracious and kind, right? So it says in Psalm 145, 8, it says, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great in loving kindness. Okay, gosh, I just love him so much. So if mercy is like not getting what we deserve, right? We don't get punished in the way we probably deserve. Um, grace is getting what we don't deserve, right? Like we don't deserve eternal life. This is the grace in which we receive um, because Christ opened the gates of heaven for us. Right? So a lot of times we don't deserve the grace and the kindness we necessarily might get, but, but yet this is the goodness of our Lord. One of the things that I think is also super important that the Bible speaks to is that he is never changing, right? In Malachi 3, 6, it says, I, the Lord, do not change. Okay, so this is super important, friends, and this is something I have to come back to myself a ton um, because Often we can experience, we can be flooded, right? We just talked about grace. We can be flooded with a beautiful amount of grace in one um, situation where God fully reveals himself to us. We are almost on a spiritual high of feeling taken care of by our Father. And that does not mean things look great on the outside. Things We still might be struggling, but we're flooded with this grace, right? And we can feel intimately close to him. We could feel loved for Him by him. Or we've had experiences where he's just showed up really great. Where we're like, wow, you did all that for me. We might not notice it in the moment, but we might be able to look back and say, 
you did all of that for me. You orchestrated all of that for me. And maybe we struggle with that. Maybe we don't. We aren't in a season where we could see where God has orchestrated things beautifully for us in our lives. But when we've tasted that goodness, when we've seen his goodness, when we received his grace, it's so important for us to understand that he is never changing. His goodness never change. He doesn't get worse and he doesn't get better. He is perfect in and of himself and that never changes. We might not always feel it because we're human and we'll struggle and sometimes sin causes a rupture in our relationship with God um, if we allow ourselves to turn our hearts away from him. But he never changes. We humans are often changed changing and hopefully we're changing and transforming closer and drawing ourselves closer to him but he is never changing so it's so important that we look back on these moments that he has revealed himself to us whether it's showing up in ways we never expected him to show up blessing our hearts with a graciousness and a mercy that we hadn't experienced before that when we're struggling and we're we're having a hard time that we look back on these moments and we pray through them and we remember he is never changing That is so important. He is also perfectly wise. Romans, um, Paul says in Romans 11, 33, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable are his ways. Oh, Okay, so that's a hard one, and I, but I, I think it's so important because it's so important for us to realize, like, we, we talk about this a lot where talk about it even with my kids where we don't see the big picture we're walking down in our one little lane and our one little sidewalk and our one little road and we don't see the zoomed out view of what our lord could see the roads and valleys and hills up ahead we don't see all in which our lord knows right um and there's this quote i heard that says wisdom among other things is the ability to devise perfect ends and to achieve those ends by the most perfect means it sees the end from the beginning so there can be no need to guess or conjecture wisdom sees everything in focus each in proper relation to all and is thus able to work toward predestined goals with flawless precision if that isn't god and his perfect infinite wisdom i don't know what is is so um, this is so important, especially for us that struggle and we're suffering. And sometimes we don't understand, even if something we've experienced is not a result of God's active will, but often a result of his passive will, where he allowed us to experience something. It can be really painful and difficult to not understand why God is allowing something. But when we understand that God is perfect in his wisdom, and he is never changing, then it allows us to grow in this trust of knowing he must be able to work something out in this good, something out for our good in all of this, if only we would get out of the way and allow him to. Okay, and then God in his nature is good. Psalm 34, 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, right? So we know this, like he's good, like um, we can have hard times and if, especially when during some of the like heretical, um, years where they thought, um, God was just an all, uh, punishing God and, and you just had to walk around living out these perfect lives or there, <laughs> you were going to experience damnation. 
Um, that is a really hard way to live when during, especially during those times where that was very prevalent because you didn't experience his goodness. He is good. He is full of goodwill towards all of us. He's tenderhearted. He's, he's quick to sympathy. He is just have this unfailing attitude of love and goodness and goodwill towards, towards all of us. Right. And by his nature, he's inclined to, to bestow his blessedness. And I think this is a really hard one for us humans to understand his goodness a lot. Um, and that his nature in and of itself is good. And I think part of that is we, we really struggle understanding suffering, right? It's really hard for us to um, trust in his goodness when we don't see why it is that we're suffering. And a lot of times um, it's because he is working it something beautifully out for our good. He knows in his perfect infinite wisdom in his perfect father's heart what is good for us right and um I really I always think of my daughter when she was 18 months old and she had to have hernia surgery we had to cut open her little belly she was so tiny and she needed to have this surgery to close up her stomach where she it, there, like some of her muscle wasn't um really formed together fully this was my firstborn and I'll never forget having to lay her down on the hospital gurney and I was pregnant with my secondborn and I wasn't allowed to walk her back into the room because they were afraid of a pregnant mom passing out so my husband had to do it and it tortured my soul and I remember her sobbing crying out for me and wanting her mama and then she had to be put under cut open and she had to deal with the aftermath of recovering afterwards which was hard and she was tied up into all these IVs and and she just I mean she was ripping things off her hands and they'd had they had to shoot her with something again to put her back to sleep it was it was really hard for my mom heart and no good mother or father if we were good would do that without knowing that it was for something better that it was for their good that we allowed this suffering right and that little child my little daughter could not understand but similarly we often cannot understand what God is allowing in our lives um that he is beautifully working out for our good if only we'd get out of the way right like my daughter could have fought she could have kicked and screamed and ran off that gurney and it would have been so much longer and more torturous for her little soul until we were able to put her under to have that surgery surgery but when similar to us when she surrendered and laid down and relaxed and we were able to do this everything worked out for her good so that's something that's so important for us in in this journey of suffering and and um, understanding and being able to feel the taste, feel and taste the goodness of God. And the last one is one that's so obvious, but I, it's so still so important to know that God is love. Okay, I'm gonna repeat that. God is love. Every time you taste the beauty of love, you are experiencing God. Whether it's snuggling up with your, your child, um, going on a date with your spouse, being affirmed by a stranger for the, for the gifts that you have, whatever it is, wherever and how you experience love, you are experiencing God. In 1 John 4, 7 through 8, it says, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is 
love. Okay, so this circles me back to our whole point of this podcast, which is this importance of knowing God on this intimate, personal way, knowing his characteristics, living with those truths set as firm foundations in your heart, inviting him into all the corners of your heart and soul. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small for the compassion and the interest and the attention of our Lord. I think sometimes we walk around thinking, now this isn't something to talk about God with. Talk about him. Talk to him about everything, my friends. What you feel like eating, what kind of day you had, the greatest dreams and desires of your heart, and the biggest aches and sorrows you've experienced. He wants all of you, all the big and all the little. And I'll never forget um, in the last couple of years having this experience where I was looking out at, and I might have talked about this in another episode, so forgive me if I have, but where I was looking out at a number of kids who were going to be confirmed and they were required to be in in this mass. And it happened to be this crazy time where it was just me and my husband at this mass. I was pregnant with one of our babes. And um, I remember looking out at these kids thinking to myself, I wonder which of these these teenagers or these young teenagers or preteens, I wonder which of these kids are going to live a life full of faithfulness and full of love of God. Or are they just going to go through the motions here? They're required to be here. And it's going to be a moment in their life um, that is going to take almost a lifetime to bring them back to him. And I was sitting with this heaviness in my heart of just sorrow of, oh, gosh, I wish I could go speak into all of their hearts just, <laughs> just to declare the beauty and importance of what they were about to um, experience through their confirmation. And all of a sudden I was flooded with this, this, um, this emotion about my suffering. And I've talked about some of it on this podcast, but I haven't, um, for the sacredness of some of my, my family members and my life experiences, I don't go into all of it, but on paper, one would say, okay, Suzanne, your, your childhood was really hard. And I found myself, um, overwhelmed with the suffering that I had gone through as a child. And I'm sure many of my listeners and my friends here could relate. A lot of the crosses I had carried, a lot of the lies that had been breathed into my heart, the tumultuousness and dysfunction of a lot of things that I had experienced along with my parents' divorce and my, my brother's suicide. And I found myself so heavy-hearted for all these gaps and these wounds and these things that I carry in the depths of my heart. <clears throat> And our Lord is in the goodness that he is um, so sweetly and so tenderly said, Suzanne, if you want, I could go back and I could give you the perfect childhood. I could give you the white picket fence. I could give you the, the warm, fuzzy, cozy um, family life that you desired, right? Of course, no family is perfect, but I could, gi- I could give you what seems and appears to be that perfect looking childhood but if I did that you wouldn't know me and I just that wrecked me because I would go through every step all over again to be where I am today of knowing God because he is now the son that I orbit my entire life around my wifehood, my motherhood, my friendships, everything. And don't get me wrong, because I love God and I know him so well does not mean I'm perfect friends. Oh my gosh, (laughs) if you've been listening to me long enough, you know I am far from perfect. 
But with my eyes and my gaze constantly set at him, locking eyes to eyes, feeling that tender kiss on my forehead, hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder, being swept up by my father's arms, I can walk the steps of this life with an eternal perspective and an eternal joy, even amidst the pain and the sorrow. So I'm here to tell you, friends, it is so beautiful when we come to know our Lord and the gift that that produces for all the loved ones in our lives. When we fill ourselves up intimately with this beautiful relationship with Christ, in the way in which the world will come and bump up against us because the sinful nature of our spouse or our children or our friends or ourselves will bump up against the fullness of what we experience in Christ's love. And yet when we continue to fill ourselves up with him, it is him and knowing him that will overflow from from within us and not the broken parts of us, right? So, um... I just encourage you guys, if you if you think you know God, like I have in my past thought I know God, <laughs> we will never know him fully until we are united with him. Never end this conversion story that you are journeying along into. Never stop desiring, seeking, knowing, and loving him. Allow him to continue to reveal himself slowly and beautifully over the course of your years, your months, your days, and even your minutes, because it will only serve to bear fruit in your life. Okay, I'm going to pray for all of us as I close up this podcast today. Um, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, I just want to thank you for the gift of these these beautiful women who um, are journeying alongside me and coming to. Understand your goodness, your mercifulness, your graciousness, your kindness, your wisdom, and understanding the the need to know you, you who are love itself. I ask that you bless um, every one of my sweet friends here as we continue to live out of a place of your love, that we are gentle with ourselves, and that we may be gracious and live out of these characteristics and these traits of who you are for those in which whom you have blessed us with our children our spouses our friends etc help us to be living witnesses of your love so that through our lives other people will come to know you which is the ultimate goal so that at the end of the day When we leave this world, you, Lord, will say, yes, I knew you and you knew me. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, friends, I am actually hilariously sitting in my car recording right now because that is the season I am in. (laughs) It's getting harder and harder for me to record. Um... But it feeds my soul so much, and um, I'm just so blessed to be doing this alongside y'all. So I hope you guys have a blessed week, and I can't wait to catch up with all of you next week. God bless.